0: if you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits Brightside podcasts are just what you need whether you're into recent discoveries space exploration true stories or useful tips for self-improvement psychology gadgets or just your day-to-day routine there's something for everyone wow your phone falls right on the train tracks as you were trying to slip it into your pocket you're jammed up at the entrance of the train you look down below you and see that it's within arm's reach But as soon as everyone's in, the door will shut and the train will be on the move. You only have a fraction of a second to decide if you want to keep your phone or pay hundreds of dollars for a new one. There are still more people flowing in, so you get out of the train to fetch your phone. From where you were standing, it looked a lot closer than now. You can't reach down with your arm, so you have no choice but to hop down the tracks. You see your phone beneath the rails. You notice all the years of accumulated trash chilling by your phone. As you reach down, a rat scurries past you and brushes itself on your finger before hiding in a dark corner. You freak out, but hear the sound of the door closing. Some people notice you. You grab your phone and climb up to the pavement, but you can't reach up. The train is fired up and begins moving. Luckily, some people pull you up in time before the train speeds away through the tunnels. Woohoo! Now, in reality, doing something like this should be the last thing on your mind. A better solution would be to inform someone in charge, or if possible, the train conductor. Dropping down on some train tracks should be an immediate red flag. The safest thing to do would be to let it go and buy a new phone. You arrive at your destination after catching a new train and are walking down the sidewalk. While you're texting, someone bumps into you, and your phone falls in a deep puddle of water right on the street. Every second counts when it comes to water on electronics, so without hesitating, you dip your hand in the murky street water and pull out your phone. When inspecting it, you realize that it's still on. But don't be celebrating just yet. It doesn't mean it'll last. You need to turn off your phone immediately after it drops in the water. You move to an uncrowded spot and try to disassemble it to dry each part on its own. Depending on your phone, you can either remove the back cover and battery, or if that's not possible, take out the cover and screen protector if you have them. You grab a towel and immediately start drying it. You brush along anything that water could wash its way in, like the charging port, the headphone jack, SIM, and SD card tray. Never ever use a hairdryer to heat it till it dries up manually. Your phone won't love this, and it will continue to break your gadget faster. You could also try out the old trick of placing your phone in uncooked rice. First, you have to go through the same process of drying it up, and only then dunk it in rice, covering it from all sides. Even though the rice absorbs the water, it won't be able to get all the moisture in the tiny nooks and crannies of your phone. Plus, you might be walking out with a rice-covered phone. That's why silica gel is a better option if you happen to have some from the pockets of new clothes or shoes. It does a better job at absorbing moisture and keeping things dry. After drying it up, you turn on your phone again, and it works as if nothing happened. You continue walking, but this time your phone is safe in your pocket. You arrive home and check your phone for notifications, but notice that your emails are piling up from unusual accounts that look fishy. As you try to open them, your phone crashes and freezes multiple times before many pop-up ads flash on the screen. You try to get rid of them, but there are just too many, and some social media apps open up randomly without you clicking on them. You check your call and message logs and notice some weird history that you don't remember. Your battery jumps from 60% to 30% in a matter of minutes just when you take it out of the charger. One of the first things you gotta do is download some software to get rid of the malware. Because of it, anyone can quickly get into your phone and look through your banking details and social media accounts. Never download any apps that don't seem trustworthy. Checking out reviews and ratings can usually indicate if the app is safe. Having a complex password is always a good idea for phones and laptops. Adding capital letters and symbol characters always decreases the risk of having malware. Basic numbers. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters, May 17th. Do you wanna tell people the big news? It also helps to have different passwords for different accounts. Clearing your internet history in cash is a simple way to protect your phone, since it doesn't leave any traces for anyone to get in through browsers and searches. You freak out and take your phone to get it repaired. Then, once it is, you feel like you just bought a new device fresh from the box. But as you head home and climb up the stairs to your apartment, your phone slips out of your pocket and falls four flights of stairs, cracking the screen and chipping little tiny pieces. You are now officially a Butterfingers. You quickly head down and see something resembling what used to be your phone. The phone may seem unresponsive at first, but you don't know if its hardware or software was damaged. If the touchscreen doesn't work, you can plug in a mouse where the charging port is and click on some apps to see if it works. At least all your data didn't go to waste. If the screen is completely broken, and you can see the insides of your phone, try plugging it into a laptop and see if it reads the phone. That's if your charging ports are still working. You find out that the software wasn't damaged, so you take it back to the repair shop, where the store owner, who you now know on a first-name basis, goes to work again. And after a couple of days, you finally get it back good as new. You get a cab and head to work. You're running late and quickly get to the office. But as you check your pockets, you realize you left your phone in the cab. Are we surprised? You try calling it with your colleague's phone, but no one answers it. Any iOS and Android device has its own security system for locking your phone remotely. As soon as you access it through another device linked to all of your accounts, you can delete everything. Make sure to have the app on before losing it. After that, call your cellular provider and report and have them deactivate your line. You don't want anyone else using all your credit, which will be eaten up from your bank account. Call your bank and ask if any purchases have been made under your name. It's also best to cancel and freeze your accounts at this point. A phone's serial number is key to knowing where your phone is in case it's gone missing. If you ever find it halfway across the world on some remote island, identifying the serial number would be the first step to getting it back. As soon as you download the security apps, leave them on. They consume more battery in the background, but safety should always be a priority if you're moving around a lot. Back up your info as often as you can, or turn on automatic backups. You don't want to see all the data you've been collecting over the years vanish. Suddenly, you get a call from you. You pick up and find out that the cab driver finished work and went to clean his car and discovered your phone on the floor of his vehicle. You're relieved, and he says he'll bring it right over to you. As soon as you get your phone back, you put it in a safe place where nobody would ever guess where it was. Even you.